So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between, the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Erica. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you would like to learn more about the show, visit us online at sowemetonline.com and join us throughout social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at So We Met Online. So, Erica, who did you talk with this week? Well, this week I talked to Jackie, and she had a really interesting dating story that, well, I pray that everyone likes it. Okay, let's listen. So, we met in real life. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, there was a spark when we first met, so he asked me out. So, several days later... Wait, wait, wait where did you meet? Oh, we met at Gotta a... Gotta tell people where they sorry. can meet. <laughs> yes, true. Uh, we met at an Asia After Dark event by the Smithsonian. That sounds like fun. It was cool. It was uh, like Korean. Um, Do they have food? Cool. Yes. Okay. They had artists. It was this a is lot what of I fun. care about, right? Did it they was, have food? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, so yeah, we met there, and uh, maybe a week or so later, we had uh, our first date. And that's where all the fun started. <laughs> I have a feeling that was our sarcastic fun. Uh, <laughs> Only because you wouldn't be telling us otherwise. Yes. So uh, we met at a nearby restaurant, mm -hmm. and we were sitting at the bar. Uh, it's a tapas restaurant. We actually happen to be sitting right over that restaurant right yes, now. Yes, <laughs> we are. It was great. Met, sat there, ordered. You were still attracted to him. Yes. I mean, you yes. had just met a few days before. Okay. Yes, still attracted to him. He seems still interested in me. <laughs> good thing right the food comes and he says to me would you like to pray and but i are you religious i i was born i mean grew up going to church you don't have to share if you don't, I want don't to. yeah no no but i don't go to church now and um, you don't pray I don't before really your practice meals. i don't pray before my meals and that's not something you two had discussed i'm guessing yeah we hadn't discussed it i was just a very much like all right let's pray and and i i said what did you say? <laughs> Trying to be nice, but like, did I just hear what he said? And he said, let's pray. And I thought, okay, but I said, okay, sure. So when in, he bowed. Went in tapas restaurant. Pray. Right. I guess. So I bowed my head as he did, and he began to pray. And then he, you know, lifted his head and was like, all right, let's eat. And I was like, okay. So we started to eat our tapas, drinking our drinks having great conversation, and somehow we got on the topic of basically marriage equality. Okay, and first, I'm sorry, I can't get over the praying first. Like, was it a regular, as somebody, look, I'm Jewish, but I don't pray before I eat. As somebody who doesn't do grace before a meal, yes. did it sound, was it a nice prayer, or was it, um, I don't know why I care so yeah. much, but. It was it was a nice prayer. A nice was it prayer, like we give thanks to God for our food? Amen. Yes. Okay. It was very simple, short, and sweet. But we give I thanks just... for this hot woman sitting across from me. <laughs> no. Okay. Just asking. <laughs> no, he unfortunately did not say that. Okay. But I just had never had someone pray at a bar. Yeah. Like at the actual bar. Right. We can move on from this. But I yes. was just very curious. So uh, we get on uh, marriage equality. It was at the time of. They were trying to pass rights for gays and lesbians mm -hmm. to their partners. Right. Could um, be on health insurance. Mm -hmm. and It was that time in D.C. So normally I would say, you know, don't talk about 
politics or mm-hmm. something so controversial on a first date. But given that that was in the news probably that day, I understand why it was on your mind. Well, and it actually came about because of the praying. So after the prayer, you know, of course, religion was now on topic. So we started, you know, he asked if I had grown up religious. And I said, oh, Episcopalian. And he said, me too. And I was like, oh, Oh. wow. And I said, you know, I uh, personally really like that I was able to grow up in an Episcopalian church that was very liberal. Uh, We had a lesbian parishioner. So I I grew up just that was another type of love. There was nothing different about it. Yeah, I love that. And his that's when his reaction was, oh, but I don't agree with that. And I'm afraid to ask which part he doesn't agree with. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, I have a guess. <laughs> think that they should have equal rights, um, mm-hmm. and that's a big. I completely disagreed with him, and I said I completely disagree with you, and I don't see why they can't have the same rights. So it started to go down this path of us disagreeing on uh, kind of some core values. I'm not sure what I would do in that case because that's look, we don't it's get a, political on the podcast. However, I mean, if I'm going to go on the record. Breaker saying my beliefs, of course there should be equal rights. I'm not sure what I would do at that point. Yeah, it was in my head I thought, okay, there won't be a second date, but whatever, we'll just continue with right now. And it it kind of got to a point where we just said, let's let's change the subject. I think that sounds like a good idea. You're talking to a stranger about... Yeah. So we, we changed the subject. Honestly, I don't remember what we talked about after that. But the next thing I do remember... And somehow we then got onto gun rights. Oh my God. <laughs> She's covering and, the whole Constitution yes. here. And he, I'm for gun rights, but with, you know, having some restrictions. Make, restrictions that make sense. Just mm-hmm. like we have driver's license, let's have licensing, let's uh, restrictions on certain types of uh, weapons in certain types of places. Anyway, he is a D.C. resident, born and raised here, lives in the city, and felt that it was his right to have any type of weapon he'd like. For example, a semiotic weapon that could shoot multiple bullets at, you know. And he's telling you this over tapas. Over tapas and drinks. That's just sangria. I mean, that just makes it, I don't know, more ironic or something. So then, you know, I said, well, I disagree. What, What do you need that for? And he said, I'm not joking. I have polar bears to kill. And I said... Wait, wait, wait. Could we pause there for a <laughs> yes. second? You said... Okay. Just, polar bears. Just to confirm, you, he lives in D.C. It's a swamp. D.C. is a swamp. Have you ever seen a polar bear? So when he said that, I laughed out loud. And I you said, thought he was joking. I would no, have thought I he was joking. I could tell he wasn't, though. Oh, no. It was a laugh of like, oh, wow, you just said that. So I said, okay, number one, there are no polar bears in D.C. Um, number two, if you wanted to shoot a polar bear... There's this thing called hunting where it requires skills and, you know, you would try one shot and get the bear. You don't blow the bear up. I'm not sure whether, whether I should be laughing or crying right now. I know. Uh, I didn't know either. I just completely disagreed with him and kind of laughed at him like you're full of yourself and silly and not making sense. We then also said, let's end this conversation and move on to something else. Oh, no. Is third time the charm? No, that was pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> but, the best. but to my surprise, at the end of the date, he wanted to, we had to unfortunately our, take the metro back towards the same way. 
And oh, he wanted man. to get off at my stop and walk me home to ensure that I got home okay. Which, look, this is one of those situations where if you liked the guy, it would yes. be the sweetest thing in yes. the world. And if you don't, it's the creepiest thing in the world. Yes. So I, I, you know, nicely but said like, well, thank you, but I'll be fine. And he was kind of persistent, but I was like, no, I'll be great. So he emails me the, or texts me the next day and says... I had such a great time with you. I'd love to meet you again. Are you kidding? I don't. I don't understand. What? Like, no. I no. <laughs> oh man. What? That was a good date to you? <laughs> like I. I don't get it. I guess he liked that you were a strong woman who expresses her feelings on the lack of polar bears in D.C. Yeah. So I wrote back a message and said, "I'm sure you're a great guy, but we obviously have very different." core values and this is just not gonna work for me but thank you i'm glad you were honest and tactful but wow yeah. so that's my that date story that i always tell quite a date yeah so many topics in there to unwrap what yeah. to talk about what not to talk about how to let someone down gracefully how to know if someone's into you or <laughs> not into not you. into you or something like that I respect that you stayed the entire time. <laughs> I don't know what most people would do, yeah. but I respect that. And I respect yeah. that you gave it back to him, <laughs> as I would do too. <laughs> I'm sorry, the, but the, the polar, polar bears. bears. But he was serious. Well, maybe yeah. he's been watching too much Lost. But he lives in a, in a what used to be a swamp. But yes, perhaps. Anyway, I can't thank you enough for sharing. Chris and I will be unpacking this (laughs) after the break. Ever wonder why dating is so hard? How to get over a breakup? Or what the heck is a situationship? Psychologist and relationship expert Antonio Borello's YouTube channel has all the answers to these questions and more. His most popular video, Nine Signs He Likes You, takes you through some not-so-obvious ways someone might show affection. Go to youtube.com slash Antonio Borello. That's B-O-R-R-E-L-L-O. And if you like his stuff, leave a comment saying that you heard it from So We Met Online. Would your company like to be in this slot on an upcoming episode? Contact us on our website, sowemetonline.com, to inquire about how you can sponsor our show. And next time... We'll be mentioning you right here. This story generates so many questions for me. First of which is, and I know we've talked about this before in season one, um, because you and I have both been asked some pretty intrusive questions on first dates, but what topics are off limits for first dates and which aren't? And I do believe a few factors come into play. Age, location, particularly in this story, it took place in Washington, D.C., which is, you know, by default, more political than other places. Do those things matter? Yeah, on all of that, I think there are clearly topics that are offline. However, Mm -hmm. we do know, because we've discussed it before, that age and location do have a substantial impact on the types of conversations people have. Prior marital status, children. Those all come into play. Now, I will say, I usually would say that politics, you know, would be taboo on a first date. However, in this case, one, they're in D.C., and two, in this time in our country, 
I think it would be hard not to bring up politics at a certain point. Now, look, it's not something I wish to talk about on a first date, but I tell you, if you're swiping on Tinder or Bumble or whatever dating app or site you're using, probably one out of ten now says, if you voted for Trump, swipe left. Or if you're a Trump supporter, we won't get along. Or no Trump lovers or whatever it is. Like, if you like the orange man with the small hands, (laughs) this isn't going to work. So I think in this day and age, it's almost made politics less taboo which i don't know if that's good or bad it's just different i wouldn't be surprised now if it's brought up sure i think that those conversations are brought up more frequently but it also goes back to one of the conversations we've had previously in terms of what do you share on your profile right that's true so on the traditional dating sites like match or okcupid it clearly outlines things like religion politics, right. children, things like that. So they're all you can, checkbox right, questions. They're all checkbox. So you can almost at times already know before you go on the date if you're going to align religiously, politically, right. etc. But in other types of situations like on some of the apps like Tinder, where that information isn't readily available, if they're putting that information into their profile, that means it's important. Exactly. To them. Exactly. Now, that's not something I would ever choose to put into my profile. That doesn't mean I don't share the same beliefs. It just means that it's not at the top of my list of screening mechanisms. Right. So it goes back to then, at what point in time do you begin to rule some of that out? Right. Right. So we know that people have hard red flags or hard no's for dating somebody. Mm-hmm. I do not want to date somebody who has kids or I do want to Can date somebody who has kids. Can we talk about that for a sec? I mean, this is just a little interruption, but I always tell people turn the negative into the positive. So the examples you're giving, I don't want to date someone with kids or no Trump supporters. There is always a way to turn that into a positive. Like I am politically liberal. That is a much nicer way of saying sure, it. Absolutely. Or I'd love to have children with a partner, which means like, You don't want someone with kids already. That's totally fine. But there are more positive ways to say everything you don't want. Right. But again, we go back to this topic that, again, we've talked about before, which is this concept of an interview first date, where I have to literally sit there with a checklist and say, okay, what side of the spectrum are you politically? Yeah, you don't want that. Right. And so we typically look at first dates as the opportunity to look at foundational things. Do I enjoy spending time with this person? Exactly. Do I I enjoy rapport? Right. Do I have rapport? Do they make me laugh? Do I like looking at them? (laughs) Right. Because politics are going to be a moot point if you don't like looking at someone. Exactly. But there are several married couples out there that the couples are on opposite ends of the spectrum and they still are able to get along. It it depends on your hierarchy of importance. Right. Right. And I will say, like with respect respect to Jackie's story, what I didn't say when I was talking to her is everyone's entitled to his or her own opinions, right? Just because the guy disagreed with her about gay and lesbian rights doesn't mean that they couldn't have worked. Right. Everyone's entitled to his or her own opinion. And I respect that he shared with her that he was anti whatever he was anti. And I respect that she said, I'm pro whatever I'm pro, right? So everyone's entitled to that. It's just how important is that to you? And should it be discussed on the first date? Right. And I tend to believe that those are topics that shouldn't be communicated on the first date. 
but they are important topics and they are topics that you need to understand sooner rather than later. I agree with that. I have a question about that because I think people are able to rationalize things away when they like someone, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. So I tell my clients, see if you have rapport on the first date, see if you can stand each other, see if you even want to have another conversation with them. And then gradually all of these value things will come out now if you like the person as a person you might be more willing to overlook something that you thought you wouldn't be able to overlook so in a vacuum if someone says I'm conservative I'm this I'm that I'm that you might automatically turn them away but what if they're an amazing person who has cared for their parents you know for their whole life and has taken on responsibilities for family and has done other amazing things are you more willing to accept them as they are including their beliefs I think yes is that wrong or right? I don't know. But that's the order in which I would recommend people getting to know somebody. Yeah, well, we get into real deal breakers for people or we get into more of, I guess, fake deal breakers, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are plenty of people out there that will date somebody just based on their success or their sure. looks. And they're like, yeah, I completely disagree with him politically, religiously, <laughs> everything but he's else. Cute. But he's really cute. He's got a lot of money. So And a lot of hair. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sticking with this guy. <laughs> you know. And you say, But you have nothing in common. Yep, yep but doesn't matter to well, me. That again gets to what you prioritize. Right. Right. And there are people who will sit there and say, you know, he's a Trump supporter. There's no way in the world, no matter what, I don't care how much money he makes, how good looking he is, whatever. I'm not interested. Right. I have a very good friend in New York, a guy who's in his mid-30s, who I presumed was on the same end of the political spectrum as I am. And he told me he had voted for Trump, which I was really surprised. And I'm not going to lie, my reaction to him was negative. It was more like, I put him on the defensive. And I'm a, am I proud of that? No. But I said, like, what? I can't believe that. Tell me why. Like, what issues in your mind made you want to vote for him? And he said to me, point blank, Erica, I'm entitled to my own opinion. And I took a step back and I said, you're right. And that didn't discourage me from being his friend because he had all of those other qualities that I want in a friend. Now, this isn't a romantic relationship, but it's just it's an interesting way to look at people's beliefs. And would you not be friends with anyone because they have different beliefs? Right. How does that play into a romantic partner? I have another question. So I've been on several dates where people make assumptions about things before they know the other person's beliefs. So let's say, for example... Jackie had assumed that her date was also pro-equality, right? And she might have said something like, you know, I can't believe people would not be. I was on a date fairly recently with someone, I don't know, I don't think we were talking about religion, which again, I wouldn't necessarily recommend, but I'm very comfortable in the fact that I'm Jewish. He said, ugh, atheists are the worst. They don't believe in anything. They're terrible people. I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember exactly what he said. But this is before he knew anything about my religion. I may be atheist. I may not. I wish he hadn't projected that. One, before he knew. And again, I have mixed feelings about this because he's entitled to his own opinion. But he was generalizing so much. Like, what if I'm an atheist? Does that make me a bad person? Does that mean I don't believe in anything? Of course not. It just means that I'm a-religious for whatever reason. Or I don't believe in a, in a higher power. So what? 
we all have various levels of acceptance. Mm-hmm. And some people can genuinely look at another person and say, you're entitled to your opinion, you're entitled to that belief, whatever. And then there's other people who are like, no, you must believe what I believe, right? So when we stick our foot in our mouth, which is one of these reasons why we don't have some of these conversations on the first date, then it's really hard to come back from that, to be able to... It's very hard to come back from that. It is. And again, I mean, I've said this three times already, but it's how you prioritize. Do you care that you have different beliefs? I I was on a date recently where the guy said that he had this windfall of $1,500. I can't remember where the money came from, a settlement or something. I don't remember. And the next day, his friend called him and needed a $1,500 loan. And he said, Oh, it was the universe. The (laughs) universe said it. And I smirked when he said that. And he said, why are you laughing or smirking? And I said, well, the universe is not something I believe in. I believe that it was a very crazy coincidence. And he was like, oh, no, what are the odds? I said, they might be very small. But to me, you know, I'm logic. That was a coincidence. But the thing is, he this is interesting. He cared more than I did about the fact that I don't believe in the, quote, universe. I didn't care at all. Look, believe whatever you want right, to believe. Right. And I just thought that was interesting because it's not something I would recommend talking about on the first date, but it came out. And look, I, I have a logical mind. I believe in, you know, science and hard work. <laughs> and I... I think it was an amazing coincidence, and I'm glad he had the money to loan his friend. But, you know, is it the universe? I don't know. But is that something I would normally be talking about? Maybe. But I could tell it bothered him. Yeah. Well, look, I go back to the whole start of Jackie's story, which was the guy asked to pray. Yeah. Right? And I've actually been on a date where the woman has asked to pray. So Um, how do you feel about that? Her or him or anyone imparting their own beliefs onto you at that moment? Well, I was going to give you a different spin on this because I actually met this particular woman Mm -hmm. on ChristianMingle.com. Now, it's a site that is specifically designed to meet Christians. Sure, that's more targeted. Right, that targeted date almost had the expectation that, oh, this conversation probably will be a little well, bit more religious. Well, that makes way more sense. I right. might throw in a lot of Yiddish if I meet someone on J-Date or J-Swipe right. versus I might be like, oh, I made the schlep here, you know, but I wouldn't say, <laughs> I wouldn't say that otherwise. And the beautiful thing about the dating world today is that if you are really passionate about something specific, there's probably a dating site for it. That's true. There Tattoo is. Lovers. No, hold on. There is a concealedcarrymatch.com. So I didn't if, know about this, Chris. So if you if you really care about <laughs> gun laws and blowing up pandas. No, not pandas. Polar bears. Polar bears. If you really want to shoot. Pandas are wonderful creatures. If you really want to go bear hunting. Okay. In D.C. <laughs> there's a match for you out there. Yep. Just go. To concealed, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't even, am I going to pull up that site and find your profile? No, probably not. Not, but, not I mean, my bit. Look, Chris, you are wonderful and you're entitled to your own opinions. Yes. Yeah, but if you want to date somebody who has the same beliefs as, as the gun rights as you do, there is an app for that. Well, yeah, it just comes down to what 
what is important to you. So any of the niche sites, whether it's a religious site or his gun site or farmers only or exactly you know, there is a farmer's or, dating site. I know there is. They hold a pitchfork in the ad. That's one thing that you're saying. I hate to use this word, but trumps all of the other things that you're looking for. So that way you don't have to search for that thing. I think. I mean, back in the day when I did think that meeting someone Jewish was important to me, I've since changed my opinion on that. I was only on J-Date because it was one thing I didn't have to search for then. I think each person needs to individually understand themselves and what is important to them. Exactly. If dating after divorce is mm -hmm. something important to you. Which we're going to have a whole episode yeah, on. There is a website for that. If dating alternatively in other ways there are there is a dating site out there for that so maybe the first step is to mingle with the people that are aligned to your beliefs right um and with that anything else on that topic i thank jackie for sharing her story and i especially liked her kind honest but tactful rejection when she said i'm yeah. sure you're wonderful but our values are misaligned that's what i would have recommended that she say um, when you are letting someone down for any reason the two key words are tact and honesty as i always say no one can get angry with you for expressing your feelings or, or lack of interest they might be disappointed but if you're tactful and honest your feelings are your feelings and if they do get angry at you for your opinions, you got other issues. then they're not the right person for you anyway. Thanks for listening, everyone.